What's up, movers? As always, we are your hosts and coaches, Judy Thurston and BT Bullock here. Hoping you all are having a gracious day. Thank you for tuning in to the episode of Get It Movement Podcast. Super excited to get our staff together and get ourselves moving with our method of hit and Pilates, the only studio in the world to present these two scientific-based practices of fitness. So we're uh, really excited to to bring that to you guys. I'm kind of pumped up <laughs> right now. I just left the gym, got a little tea into my system, some sustenance. So I'm ready to move right now. How about you? Let's do it. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> So we're going to jump right in and get started with debunking myths today. So with health and fitness, right, with exercise and movement, there's just so much information out there, right? Everybody is doing things like CrossFit, yoga, Pilates, animal flow. Like you just hear all these buzzwords and different methods and exercises and studios. And we'd like to talk about our method, but also the familiarity with those methods and some of the myths that just won't get out of our heads, right? <laughs> so uh, we want to start off with high-intensity training, right? I think that is a uh, buzzword that people love to talk about, but some people in the general population are very scared to kind of embark on. I think it kind of gives them the high intensity, you know. <laughs> I think right away they, they're thinking burpees. <laughs> <laughs> I love burpees. I do too, but, you know, scare some people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, okay, there might be burpees, but, you know, there's always modifications and regressions and there's always levels of our fitness, right? There, it's not like, hey, just bust out some burpees. You can't do it. Then try harder or, mm. you know, get up, you know, let's say take away the press take away the jump, you know, let's pass out a sprawl. Let's break it down to where we can build these individuals instead of, you know, ostracizing them or saying that, Hey, if you can't do that, then this isn't the studio for you. Right. So, um, yeah, with that, you know, you hear high intensity and a lot of people think also high impact. Mm. No, <laughs> that's my clear cut answer to that is absolutely not uh, high intensity can be, you know, like, like we talked about burpees, that can be a high intensity exercise for one individual. It could legit be a warm up for the other, <laughs> right? It's not about this big right and wrong. It's about specificity. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the key is if we are servicing people and making sure that we are elevating and building their bodies, protecting their bodies, then they have to have options. They have to have some type of empowerment in what they're doing. And we have to have some type of way to connect some type of first step. And you can't just, you know, go to box jumps, so to speak, when you're just hitting the Stairmaster, right? There's, right. there's, like I said earlier, there's, there's levels to it. So. And I, what I love about that is we want to meet people where they're at, right? So you're not going to come in and think, oh, if everybody's doing this, this is expected of me. And I really love the idea that we're allowing people to listen to their body. Yeah, you're on your journey. To your intuition, listen to what your um, your max is, right? And I think that's so important, as, as especially 
the more mature crowd. <laughs> because, well, you know, we can't keep up with them youngins, and, and we shouldn't. And there's a different max for me at my age than there was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. So, yeah, like you said, listen, like I think the key point is listening to our bodies. Right. And, you know, at GIM, we want to build trust. Mm. You know, the big thing about building trust is being able to know to be heard. Right. You want to come into a studio and say, hey, I'm fearful of a burpee or I'm fearful of a jump squat or, you know, this is an injury that occurred. It could be 10 years ago. If that's where you are, if that's where your mind is, then we have to start there. You know, if you're physically capable, if I see some of your movement patterns, I'm like, I know they can do that. I'm not going to rush you into it. I'm going to say, Hey, that's my job to see that you can do that. And it's also my job to bring you to that awareness for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? To lead you to that, right? That's, the whole point of instructing and being an instructor or a trainer is to service somebody selflessly and lead them where they've never thought they can go never thought they can go, but also at the pace that they need to be at. That's the professionalism. That's the knowledge. That's also the accountability. Right. Right. Integrity as a trainer. And if you don't know how to do that, then you need to speak to somebody or, or back it up. Right. Bit. Well, I think in even the flip side of that, Right. I remember, you know, being coached by BT and um, doing heavy weights training. And you came by and you're like, hey, maybe you can lessen the weight. And, you know, it's a little blow to the ego. But that I appreciate that because it's better to have, you know, better form, less weight than trying to muscle it and trying to keep up with everyone when that's not where you're at. And so I think just respecting that, okay, this is where you're at today nice. and not to like that. shame that or not to make you feel bad, but it's really just, Hey, let's, let's, you know, some, something that we've been talking about in the studio a lot is, um, not just working harder, but working smarter. And coach BT here loves to say, <laughs> yeah, I I am coining the phrase work smarter and harder. And, I, yeah. Gosh, I don't know. That might come back and bite me. <laughs> Some people might see me in a class like, come on now. It's your turn. <laughs> Especially in those ex-formers. Oh my goodness. But, but I no. love that because, you know, our <clears throat> classes are designed to be 45 minutes so that you're in and out of there at the most, you know, reaching your maximum potential. So we're not wasting a lot of time. We're, we're in there. We're, we mean business, right? Yeah, no. And it's also a process, right? Like, you know, no matter where you're coming from, if you're just waking up, if you're getting out of work, if you just took the kids, like everybody's day is a little different. Yeah, so true. in the studio, I love the environment that we have, uh, you know, the simplicity. It's so inviting. It's so intimate. You know, there's no clocks. There's no beeps. <laughs> There's no timers, right? We're not trying to battle against other external factors. We're really tapping into internal barriers or, you know, trying to build that communication within our bodies, build that resilience, build that understanding, right? We talk about controlology and, you know, understanding and feeling the resistance. How does it make me feel? Where are the barriers? Where can I break them? Where do I feel? And I feel like that, um, that gives a lot of freedom mm. to make that decision for yourself. You know, I, I in my, uh, you know, other studios that I coach, you know, everybody's like, I don't want to be yelled at. And I'm mm. like, 
I look and, <laughs> and I feel so bad because I'm like, who is yelling at you? They're like, no, no. I mean, like, I, I want to do it, but I can't. So I don't want anybody to yell at me and feel like I'm not trying. And that just breaks my heart. Yeah. You know, coming from an exercise psychology uh, background, you know, a lot of people don't get the understanding of the impact that they have on these individuals that are, you know, kind of fearful, kind of hesitant, you know, apprehensive to some of these movements, but they come out and they have the courage to step up or walk up or, you know, set their schedules and, and do something different. And that's the first interaction they have, or, you know, that's something that they're frightful for. And, you know, you want to change that. Yeah. Like it's, we have a responsibility to say, no, not here, mm. you know, not with me, not now. And you're in a safe place, you know, um, it, it's kind of, it's kind of different to think about it where, you know, you're coming to enrich your health and you're worried that the place might be unsafe mm. for you. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, you know, it's interesting. I, I used to go to a studio like that where the instructor was kind of known for being a bully. <laughs> and and it's, that, it's funny because Boo. I know, <laughs> but so many of us were there and we would just take it, you know. <laughs> But as, as I matured a little bit, I realized, and then I saw him, you know, years later and took his class and he was still kind of in that bully mentality. And I remember not going back because I thought, you know, I don't need that in my life in this season of my life. I mean, you don't need that ever. But um, I, I just thought, wow, that was interesting that I had that experience. But as I, you know, I grew up, I realized, wow, that was really <laughs> not <up>. healthy. <laughs> that was, why did I put myself in that situation? No, and it's like, different trainers have angles, right? We have our own personalities that we bring to the table that should definitely be ingrained in how we train. I mm -hmm. think that's a part of the trust is a part of the connection that we, we can um, really, you know, develop with our members, with our clients, you know, that transparency, that openness. So it's not about, okay, you have to do it this way or that way, but you're right. I mean, you don't want to be steamrolled. I know a lot of people like make it tough, make it hard and this and that, but you have to also know that some people do not want that or need that in group training. I think the best thing that we can do is have layers, yeah. right? Layers where we're talking to the class in a general sense, where we're making sure that we're kind of in the lines. And then when we have those moments where, you know, you can come to the side of that member or, or client and, and talk to them and say, Hey, today, or with this movement, we're going to do this, or this is how we're going to avoid this injury. And mm -hmm. you do not have to rush yourself. And I, I just love that. I mean, just in our, um, our mat session today, you know, just being able to just have a conversation right. while we're working out. I think it takes away a lot of the, um, disconnect because mm -hmm. if I'm just instructing and you know there's something on your mind or something that you want to you know express or talk to you like well I don't want to talk because there's four of the people five of the people in the class you know maybe you need to get that out that's ventilation right that creates a lot of blockage when you don't feel like you can express mm. something and you know it's the once again it goes back to the disconnect and it's almost a distraction right you know, like I, you're, you're, you're so caught up in like, man, I want to say this or I feel this, but I can't really express it. So let me go back to what I was doing. But, oh, wait, that has exactly it's a direct correlation with what I'm doing. Right. Well, it goes back to trust. Right. And <laughs> safety. 
Like, do I feel safe expressing myself? Do I feel safe asking a question? Do I feel safe saying, hey, this doesn't feel good. Is there a modification, right? And, and that, that's the environment that we want to create and cultivate in at GIM. In class today, I literally was like, man, this is tough. I'm on the mat instructing. I'm like, oh, who wrote this? <laughs> who created this we program? We were all design? sweating. <laughs> and I'm like, you did this. Yes. That's <laughs> good though, right? It goes back to integrity. We're never going to call anyone to something that we're not willing to do or that we can't do. That's okay. Pet peeves is when an get it instructor. Out. Ventilate. Get it off your chest. Get it off your chest. Actually, this is a true story. I remember a certain instructor that I looked up to and I just thought, oh my gosh, she hung the moon, you know, she was so awesome. And I went to class one, um, one time, it was kind of an off time around like one o'clock where there wasn't a lot of people. So this instructor actually was taking class right next to me. So I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to bring it. You know, she's so amazing. Halfway through the class, she couldn't even finish the class. And I was so disappointed because here, you know, I thought, she hung the moon. She's so awesome. And she can, she couldn't even get through the class. The pedestal just crumbled. <laughs> the legs just crumbled. But I remember that so vividly because I said, I'm never going to ask my clients to do something that I, I'm not willing to do. And I'm not saying that I can do it perfectly or, or anything, but at least, you know what I mean? That there's effort and there's, you know. If you're halfway through the class and you're cutting, I, I you know, even in, you know, the classes, I'll, you know, definitely instruct some movements, showcase some movements, demo. Sometimes I just have to look up to make sure people are understanding, you know, they feel like, you know, they're being um, queued up, you know, because I can say one thing and it might mean something to somebody else. You know, just want to make sure the message is being received. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, all right, get back down there. You know, <laughs> once I see check, 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 check. <laughs> OK, let me keep going and getting my work in, too. And it is taxing. But at the same time, I mean, this is an amazing profession where we're seeing what we're made of, right? Yeah. We're, we're being hold, held accountable as well, well. It challenges us. It calls us higher. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely something that um, you have to get the rest. You have to be hydrated. You have to walk it how you talk it, mm. especially if, you know, we're, we're doing the mat class now. And, you know, if, once we get the uh, machines, be a little different. But at the same time, you know, most of my program designs and the things that we will be implementing are things that I just did on a Sunday morning. And just really saw that, does this make sense? How does this feel? You know, even the next day, write a couple of notes on super sore in this area yeah. or, you know, little notes. So we understand what you guys are going through and, and, and how that's going to affect your body to some extent, right? We'll, we'll have that, you know, uh, level of empathy. <laughs> and, you know, when We it, feel your pain. <laughs> exactly. And when it kicks my butt, I'm putting an asterisk on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the one we're bringing for Monday. <laughs> We're going to start this week off right. I love it. That's so awesome. <laughs> so um, back to more myths. I think um, uh, one thing that uh, I always thought about, not necessarily from my experience because I had zero to, you know, to none, it was like Pilates. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Pilates, Pilates. <laughs> now I have heard Pilates <laughs> since I stepped foot in the arena, right? In the field of health and wellness. And my first class was <laughs> a couple months ago. And I, you know, I've had, uh, I've had a high level of respect for Pilates. It's just sometimes when you, when you don't incorporate something or you haven't experienced it, you just don't know, right? You, you're kind of, um, you know, impartial to it. And I just thought about, you know, the time under tension, right? The focus, mm -hmm. the, uh, the tempo, you know, and just basically understanding that there are different levels of lengthening and contracting these muscles. And <laughs> I love uh, the class that we were in that you were, um, you were instructing about the shakes. Mm -hmm. Bring on the shakes. Yes. They are coming. Welcome the shakes. We love the shakes. You're gonna. <laughs> that's the building. That's the building block. Yeah. <laughs> are the shakes, and then you see, um, and we talked about this before. A lot of the professional athletes and a lot of people thinking about recovery and thinking about okay. I am putting a lot, and we talked about impact earlier, a lot of impact, not only just in my performance or my sport participation, but also in my conditioning, right, in my exercise and um, some of the programs that we're doing. But Pilates is one of the toughest self-love feeling uh, experiences I've ever had. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. What is that? Like, can you, can you help me explain that? Like, <laughs> I just thought that it was – just so challenging. My, I was so, like, I don't want to say hot, but, like, everything was on fire. Yeah. Like, just really, like, oh, wow. Like, knock, 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 knock. It's yeah. like being at a, um, a dorm room and just banging on everybody's door, and they come out <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> I love that visual, dude. That's awesome. Well, and I think it is the element of surprise, right? You being an athlete, you being, you know, super well-versed in all these different modalities coming in and maybe having a certain expectation and then totally being surprised and shocked at, wow, every, like you said, everything came out and turned on like muscles you didn't even know you had were on fire and burning and shaking. And I love that. I mean, that is, um, you know, as, as an instructor, I love when, when clients come in, especially my pro, you know, sports clients or, I mean, I, rem I remember having a, a, an Olympic uh, medalist in class and she was shaking so bad and she was so mad at herself. She kept punching her leg <laughs> because she says, why is this so hard? I have gold, I have gold medals. This shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> Darn it. Won't you just work? <laughs> You're killing my ego. <laughs> yes. But, you know, I call this machine. Ooh, that's good. Killing I, ego. I call the machine the humble machine. Because it's going to find, it. it's going to find every weakness in your body and it's going to expose it. Right. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, why are we going to always work on our strength? We're never going to get strong holistically if we're not working on our weaknesses. And I'm not just talking about physically. That's in every area. Right. Man, so. I, I, I took that to heart because just diving deep in what, you know, when you just want to be a better person for yourself, for the people around you, and you see that certain things are affecting you, um, you know, I'll, it's just, you know, maybe it's a little bit unhealthy. Maybe it's overbearing, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do things that I know I'm good at, mm -hmm. or just kind of like stroke the ego and instead of fixing the actual problem, because that's the tough stuff, right? right? We're just like, all right, well, beeline back to what I'm good at and just kind of, boost up like get that hormonal like oh yeah okay this is this feel good kind of response and then 
it comes back, right? <laughs> it doesn't go away. <laughs> no, you walk around it and it's almost like you go walking into a roundabout, mm. so to speak. And then it just hits you again. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought I was done with you. <laughs> right. I mean, you did that even today in math class. I remember we were doing these flutter kicks and you said, be mindful and aware of what side feels weaker than the other. And as soon as, as soon as I did that, it really challenged me and it was cool, right? So I think we have to normalize and feel okay going, you know, going after our weaknesses because that's how we're going to get strong. Today I took a, um, I took a class at uh, my other studio um, at F45 and we were doing uh, Swiss ball, stability, uh, chest press, and it was um, seesaw. So right, left, mm. right, left, keeping that, um, keeping that balance and that core engaged. And for the last 10 seconds of the last set, I just held the right up, get a little isometric tension, and I just kept pumping left. And I was like, I love that because in this moment, I could keep rocking it out. Mm. But I know that my right is so much more dominant, so much stronger. And some of those moments, you just got to grab at it and say, here's the tough stuff. Here's where I'm going to make the actual change, mm -hmm. the actual elevation, you know, of my fitness, my fitness and just being resilient, saying, like you said, this is a weakness. This is something that I keep seeing that I really would like to change and making that decision in that moment, like the first step, whether you've been telling yourself that for two weeks, two months, two years, it's very empowering and it's very uh, progressive in a forward motion to make that decision. And it's, it's something that creates momentum mm -hmm. and it could be a snowball effect. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were just like, take cold showers. <laughs> and <laughs> the guy was like, I hate cold showers. I'm like, yeah, me too. And I'm the, I'm an ice bath guy. So, but the cold showers just, but he said, if you can take a cold shower and you know, it's uncomfortable and you know, there's so many health benefits to it and you just do it for yourself and you do it again and you do it again. Other aspects of your life, other things that oh, you man. don't want to do. <laughs> True. That are you want to avoid, you step up and you say, all right, I know I can do this. Do I want to? No. And that is okay. But I'm going to do it for the betterment, like I said earlier, of myself and see what kind of person comes out of that. Mm -hmm. You know, in class, sometimes I'm like, you know what, today we're just going to surprise ourselves. We're just going to let go of trying to control all of our you know, yeses and nos, and I'm going to stop even though there's three seconds left and just, you know, safely put the foot on the gas, get you a little tunnel vision, get you a little gumption, as they say in the South, <laughs> and just go for it. And then after a class, you're like, I went up in weight or I went up in resistance reps or I didn't, you know, I wasn't breathing as heavy. And it's amazing when we just kind of grin and bear it and like, you know, grab ourselves by the bootstraps and just go for it. You know, it's uh, and then we talked about freedom. I think that that is freeing, mm. you know, in our mind to just open up. And I think we become more transparent with ourselves. It also gives us a little bit more confidence. Right. And well, you don't even know what you're made of until you push through those barriers. Right. We have these, I think we talked about um, plateaus in our last podcast and how you're going to break that is, to get out of your comfort zone. You have to go to your edge. You have to do something different, right? Nothing changes if nothing changes. 
say that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I love, I mean, I love everything that we're talking about because it's truly the culture that we want to cultivate. And, and it is, you know, counterculture to the fitness world where it's all about, hey, let's go hard. Oh, mind boggling is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we even talked about this earlier in class today, how everything's just going back to primitive, you know, primal. It's been there since the beginning of time. Oh, yeah. And we just keep reinventing it. And we're trying now to go back and strip it down so that we're really finding the most authentic part of ourselves. Yeah, technology is amazing. I love my iPhone. <laughs> I love my laptop. And when I say love, I don't mean obsession. I'm just saying that I, it's a tool. It right. is a resource. But it is a fine line between tool and resource and, you know, slightly distraction, like control, you know, just really overbearing, you know. And if we can remove that as much as possible and get a healthy balance and understanding of that, I think that's, that, that's the best place to be. Because it's only going to get more advanced. We're only going to move forward. I mean, it's I don't foresee anything stopping that. But like you said, like, let's get back to the root of who we are mm. as human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, let's get back to our nature. Yes. You know, not just going into the woods, which I absolutely love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but our, our, our true nature as human beings, as caring individuals, as social individuals. And, you know, not just social like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? But, you know, just really being like, hey, man, I, I really want to talk to you. I really want to exercise the privilege of having you as a friend, mm -hmm. as a, you know, instructor or, you know, I you know, just I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. just really like big, big hugs. When you strip it down and you're able to be vulnerable and authentic with one another, you know, there's that connection, true connection. And that's what we're trying to foster. And uh, I really believe, you know, that's what we're going to attract. And that's who we've already attracted. I mean, I love the clients that we have already. And I know we're just going to grow that community and, and have those types of people that are willing to be honest with themselves, feel safe enough to be honest with themselves. And, and we're all going to get it together. <laughs> yeah, the, the human experience is wondrous, right? I really think that we take advantage of so much. And, you know, I've been, you know, um, stressing in my classes and a colleague, um, really put this on my mind years ago. And she said, you know, it is a privilege to move our bodies. Yes. And she always said we get, and you've, you've been coached by, by Liv. She's, she's yeah. an amazing coach. She said, we get to move. We don't have to, yeah. you know, it's not a punishment. We mm -hmm. talked about that. We, we, we get to move. And I thought, I'm like, man, yes, we do. You know, there's times where I'm like, oh, my knee and, man, my shoulder, you know, just, you know, from tons of, ye like, years of just, you know, just exercise participation, you know, competition, you know, just wears on the body. And I'm just saying, like, man, I wish I could do that. And today I'm not doing enough. And sometimes there's, like, the fact that I got up out of bed, I had a mat to just roll around on with my tea and, you know, get up and coach and move around and inspire people, then work out, you know, by, you know, do my own little program and things like that is something that I want to really cherish. Mm -hmm. I want to be present in that. Yeah. I don't just want to say, all right, go to the gym now, go to sleep, eat this. Like I want to be fully present in that and appreciative of that, you know, and what I'm putting into my body, what I'm telling myself, the experience, you know, just going to a gym and people knowing that you've been in there 
three, four times yeah. that week or, you know, whatever. And, you know, the high fives or man, you're killing it and things like that. It really does a lot for us. Even some of us who are looked at as, oh, you guys, you're fit. You don't care. No, we, we need it too. I think everybody needs a little encouragement. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think with everything that we've been through globally, you know, with the shutdown pandemic and really seeing that health is wealth, truly, not just a cliche, but, you know, like you said, when you are moving and you're, you have the, the ability to be at the gym or the studio or wherever to move your body, that it, it truly is a privilege and there should be so much gratitude. We were just talking about this this morning. I had had um, two shoulder injuries, frozen shoulder on both shoulders at the same time. My goodness. And I <laughs> used to be a, a yoga instructor and I remember taking a yoga class and I could not even do a downward dog. I couldn't even do a child's pose. Everything was shaking. I couldn't you know, extend my arms all the way. And it was so humbling. And it just made me think, wow, all those times where I took it for granted what I could do with my body. And, you know, sometimes it's too late. Sometimes you realize, oh, man, I wish I can go back to that, you know. So now that I'm finally, you know, I'm not 100% yet, but I'm definitely feeling stronger. And I'm so grateful because I know how easy it is to, to lose that. Yeah, and those journeys feel amazing you know, uh, coming out of them, yeah. right? You know, when you're in the, the thicket of these uh, moments where, you know, injury or discomfort comes up and you're doing your best to try to get back and rebuild and, you know, you might come up and then something happens and a setback. Like, I think looking at fitness or wellness, you know, however you want to, what angle or whatever you want to call it, I think looking at it as a journey is one mm -hmm. of the biggest things that really helped me out, mm -hmm. you know, with injuring my knee and, and things like that. I, I really wanted to say, you know, even though I have this injury, I could still go to the gym. I could still do some upper body stuff. I could do some just movement, you know, and I just think that we, we kind of look at the numbers and or the statistics or the aesthetics or just maybe what other people think imagine just walking into a gym or a studio big cast on your on your leg or you know knee wrapped up or you're on crutches and then you just hop up and you start doing pull-ups and you start doing this and you're hobbling around you know you're you're going to get looks like but i'd be so inspired i, I was <laughs> man i'm telling you that's what i'm saying we're looking at as inspired, but in our head, our self-talk, right? right? We're sitting there thinking like, oh, man, I don't want all these people looking at me. But you might have just sparked something in somebody else that just, you know, they hit another injury or they have a friend that's injured. Like, hey, man, you should come to the gym. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. I think that socially we're overthinking so much right. because all our images are people who are super fit or, you know, they have this percent body fat or this many followers or whatever the case may be where we put them once, like you said, on this pedestal and we're just like removing ourselves. Like we're just removing, you know, that um, experience that we have with our own movement. Yeah. And I think we need to kind of cut that out. Like we need to kind of tap in and say, this is my time. I kind of take ownership and be present to what we want to do, what we can accomplish and, you know, just be, you know, empowered by self. Right. And challenging ourselves. Yeah. I think that goes with um, being comfortable in your own skin and not comparing. Right. And especially for women, that is, um, that's a hard thing. I mean, we're conditioned to compare. We're, 
you know, body image issue. They know, you know, growing up as a professional dancer had eating disorders and, you know, a lot of issues that um, just made me obsessed of calorie counting and working out and, you know, so food. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, there are pictures of me, you know, probably at my, my most fit weight, (laughs) but when I look at those pictures, I think, wow, mentally I was so unhealthy. Right. And what we're trying to do here is having a holistic approach to, to health and wealth of, of mind, body, spirit connection of everything being healthy, not just, Oh, you know, you have six pack abs, but you're a hot mess and <laughs> you hate yourself. And you know, you're obsessed about food all a day. Hot mess. Look at you. <laughs> abs for days, just hot mess. Just hot mess. <laughs> um, hey, I, I wouldn't be mad about getting those abs back sometime, some someday, but you know, but we're not going to hold our breath, but you know what? I, but the point is it's okay to be like you said, Right here, right now, in this present moment, gratitude. Yeah, there, there was a, it could have been maybe four years of my life where, you know, dealing with trying to, like, fix my knee. I just thought about it like, dude, just I'll do this, I'll do that, and then it's 100%, and mm. then boom, I get re-injured it or something happens, and then I just totally stay away from it. And I, like, wasn't comfortable wearing shorts. I'm like, man, like, I don't want to, like, pull these twigs out, you know what I mean? And now, like, I'm just like, man, I feel so comfortable in my body and just, like, you know, the work that I've put in. And, you know, anatomically, they're not, I'm not going to have these tree trunk legs. I mean, I'm short torso, like, daddy long legs walking around. But that's just, who. that's a part of who I am. You know, I, I think sometimes... We just always are ex- so external. And I'm like, hey, that's me. I'll, let's get on the squat rack. Let's go. It, they're not broken, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I, I, I credit that to actually some, you know, influencers on social media. You know, it's not all bad. Right. You know, we're not bashing social media or influencers or people who have, you know, amazing aesthetics. And, you know, they showcase that. It's that you're not the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's society. You know, we, we have to really, you know, protect ourselves. But also, like we always talk about, have our little responsibility and understand, like, you know, what impact we have. And I think for me, I just, I just, I didn't want to continuously tell people that came to classes or, you know, that were in my programs and tell them like, Hey, let, let's cut this bad, like this negative self-talk out of, out of the window. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on what we got going. Like, let's just get moving with, you know, our program and the fact that you just worked out for a whole month, you know, three or four times a week for the first time in your life. Wow. You know, and I would say that and then I go to the gym and then I sit there and be self-conscious and I'm like, man, if this is not the load, the biggest load of crap, look at you, you know, and you look in the mirror and, you know, and that's another reason why, you know, this profession and, and my passion for it has really helped me grow and develop as a person because, you know, it's really called me to account. Yep. And I'm just like, all right, you know what? I practice what I preach, cut the nonsense, let's go hard, let's work, and, and, and let's, love my, let's love ourselves. Mm-hmm. You're just looking at me and say, let's love ourselves today. <laughs> so every time something pops up, you're like, nope. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it sounds silly, but it's amazing when you stop having two heads talking. Yeah. 
and then you just have one kind of, you know, um, you know, I know this, I just said cut to guys, but you have like one kind of dialogue where you're like, no, we're not going to do that. And then just shush, you know, and just keep it moving. Right. Just don't worry about it. You don't have to always have this big debate. Just, you know, have the courage and the wherewithal to say, like, this this has never helped me. Mm. Anytime I've ever spoken like this, nothing good has come about it. I've always felt worse. And today I'm going to choose not to feel like that. Yeah, yeah. I tell my co- coaching clients um, all the time, especially the women, is if you talk to your best friend the way that you talk to yourself, what kind of relationship would you have? Ouch. Ouch. I just said this the other day. I'm like, you know what? The saddest thing in my life is that I wish I had a coach BT. Like, why can't I be BT for BT? It's like, this is is ridiculous. Well, that's why coaching is so valuable because we need it. Even though we're the coach, we need the coach, you know, speaking into us. Help helping us and holding us accountable to what we already know we should be doing. Right. And, and there's so much power in that. No, it's, it's actually very powerful. And I think because we are made for connection, because if we could just motivate ourselves and do it all ourselves all the time, then we wouldn't need anyone. But I think it's, it's, it's the way we're created and designed so that we can need each other and have that connection. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So I, yeah, I didn't mean to say it was sad. I'm, I'm so like just so open and just telling my business. I'm like, so sad. Look at me. No, I love that. I'm gonna I go, love. I'm gonna go home and okay. meditate and be like, stop this. No, I love how vulnerable you are because even just a little comment ago, you were like, yeah, and you know, going to the gym and being self conscious. I love that you can say that out loud because looking at you, there's you know that would be the last thing <laughs> I would think that you're thinking, right? But that's the reality is all of us have some kind of insecurity that if other people saw us, they would never in their wildest dreams so imagine true. that we're so saying true. that, right? So true. I mean, I remember Jillian Michaels was on a podcast or a TV show complaining about her thighs. I'm like, dude, you're Jillian Michaels, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Victoria's Secret models are complaining about whatever. And I'm just like, wow, we all have our thing. Yeah, that's and, true. And that's okay. So true. <laughs> I walk around and I'm like. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'll walk around in a mirror, right? Gym, I don't know, house. And I'll look at my calves. I'm like, why don't you grow? And I'll just start walking on my feet, like heels up. Just like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, you're hilarious. Get a I little pump that. in. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. We, we all have our thing. And, you know, that's just what it is. And I think even having that thing, it's, it's <laughs> if you can laugh at it, if you can say, man, wow, how silly am I? You know, and it, it doesn't, it, like, once again, you're not beating yourself up. You're just acknowledging that we all are imperfect human beings. Yeah, yeah. And there's just things that we do that don't make any kind of sense, but we do them and, you know, we try our best to try to not have them uh, affect us so much and or, or have a, a negative, uh, negative aspect in our lives, so. That's funny. <laughs> okay, so back to the myths. Wow, we're all over the place today, but I love it. So oh, we're good. hitting it. We're hitting it all. <laughs> back to the Pilates myth. And I love that you are, you know, our program director and totally all in in, in, in this method. Because I think for men especially, they there's this idea, this um, stereotype of what Pilates is. And so they don't even, you know, they think, oh, that's a girly girl workout <laughs> or, you know, that's for grandmas or whatever. Where's the barbell? <laughs> 
And so why don't you speak to that for the men in our audience, you know, what kind of benefits would Pilates have for, for the athletes, for the men? Oh, you, you hit it right on the head. If you are an athlete and you have not tried Pilates, try it right now and get a hold of me and you tell me <laughs> you, you come right after a class 45 50 minutes on a machine any form of pilates and you tell me because honestly there's nothing like it it takes all the and how can i put this it takes all of this mass muscle big hardcore like I'm going to lift this and I'm going to sit for two minutes and restore my ATP and get it all back and then just rip it up again. Mm -hmm. That is science and that is respectable. And that is a way to, you know, reach certain goals. But athletes, we have to look at our bodies as performance. Mm. So, you know, as much as the um, conditioning and the, the strength training and things like that are very important, so is the restoration. Mm. So is making sure that we aren't just going, you know, mass muscle crazy, mass lifts. You know, we have to make sure that we're protecting ourselves. You know, whether it's a non-contact sport, whether it's a sport that's, you know, super physical, it's a lot of demand on the body. And I think the more and more we see the science and, you know, these athletes and even especially professional athletes that are making a living on their bodies and they're understanding that if I don't take care of my body, sleep, mm. nutrition, um, you know, mental health, you know, all, all these things that, you know, come about, you know, it is a big investment, right. you know, but it, it, that return of investment, that ROIs, there's nothing like it. It's invaluable. So when you look at Pilates, you look at really challenging the muscles in ways that emulate, you know, a, uh, like really get into a fatigue state, you know, whether it's the third period, fourth quarter, <laughs> those are the type of things I think about when I think about Pilates. Wow. That's so cool. Because it, you're in the thick of everything. Mm -hmm. You're, you're really connected, you know, whether you're on the X former or the mat, like the type of openness and, and, and the type of muscle grouping and synergy that it calls for really speaks to a lot of things that are going to come about. Like when you're in your performance, it's not going to be more so about the squat at that point, like if the barbell squat. Now that might give you the strength to do that, but the muscular endurance mm -hmm. of that, you know, and, and using some of those supportive muscles, you know, we were talking about the different uh, heads on the tricep and, you know, all the things that help us, you know, build those stabilizers, you know, you really, it's hard to do that without slowing everything down, getting that timing and that tempo that we talked about, getting those eccentric downloads, getting that isometric tension, really building up that muscle in the three forms. Like, you know, we want to contract, right? Concentric tension, eccentric, and isometric. You're going to get that with Pilates, with the machine, and even on the mat, you know, that we do a lot of the holds and things like that. And I always appreciated that in yoga. Mm-hmm. But I did a lot of flow, right? I did a lot of power yoga. Those were fun for me. Those are strengths yeah. to me. And, uh, you know, I definitely tried different practices, you know, different methods. But with Pilates, you know, I, I, I really think it speaks to um, taking everything to its, uh, to its finality. Like, I, I've never felt that I couldn't do another rep more so 
than I did in Pilates and any other method of exercise. Wow. So that's if I'm huge. Yeah, yeah, right? And and that's what that's what got me hooked. I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, you know, I'll do, you know, if you're going for your one rep max, you know, and whether it's bench, whether it's, you know, deadlift or anything like that, I always feel like for the most part, okay, take a little rest, I could probably do that again. Like I, you know, I got, yeah. I, I got a little bit more and maybe that's just me, but when I'm on that <laughs> machine and like, we're like, okay, let's hold here. Eight. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> she just said eight seconds. <laughs> My knees just doing this little big shit. I'm like, yeah. quivering. <laughs> I'm like, this is cruel and unusual punishment. This is not, uh, this is not a workout. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's something that, you know, um, personally that I've taken from it, you know, um, and just tapping in, like I said, as, as directing this program and really learning more about Pilates and really introducing a lot of my, um, expertise with the hit training and, and making sure it all flows together, you know, and, and starting on the mat, right. We talked about starting at the root of what Pilates, you know, uh, was generated from, you know, Joseph and his wife and what they created with the 34 exercises, is humbling as well, but I'm, I'm still like, man, like it's really cool to see the connection between the mat Pilates and the controlology and body weight and then see the same pathway, right? It hasn't gone off into way left field with mm -hmm. the, you know, X former or the machines or different forms, forms of Pilates and, you know, reading his books, you know, a lot of people that they taught and, you know, were, you know, moved on to create their own methods or use their own tools, how they say true as well. Yeah. So all the different form of Pilates, I think Pilates in itself has a lot of integrity. Mm -hmm. It's seen a lot of growth, but the fact that it stayed true to its roots is something that, um, you know, you can hold your head up high with that. Um, uh, you know, I just, you know, everybody has their different outlook, you know, and, and way of doing things. But it really showed me how strong and how tight knit the community of Pilates is and, you know, what it was. And, you know, it, it really is something that I, I cherish experiencing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely been a highlight to me and it's definitely helped me really connect and, and, and restore my body. You know, mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of coaching at the time when we were coming up with the idea and uh, GIM was in its embryonic stages <laughs> and we were putting everything together and having our initial meetings. And I just felt wore out. Mm. I was hitting heavy. I mean, I was getting close to PRs on everything and just giving it all I had. And like I said, coaching, not getting a lot of sleep. And, you know, all of a sudden I take this class and I get humbled. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? I need to relax, mm. you know, and I, I ended up leaving the studios and, you know, what I was doing and, you know, kind of dialing back on how many people I were coaching and, you know, where I was at in the Valley. And then I really, you know, like I said, hitting that mat and it did a lot for me, yeah. you know, at, right now, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, I really feel like I'm in, in such a, a, a great place and just loving and listening to myself and I, and I owed a, a great deal to that, to, you know, what we are doing and what's happening in my life and, you know, just, you know, getting rid of all the hustle and bustle mm -hmm. and, and having fun. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm having a lot of fun <laughs> these days. So it, it's great. So I, I appreciate you, Aww. you know, for uh, invoking that in me and, you know, bringing me onto that class where I absolutely got my butt kicked. <laughs> 
So that was a lot Just of Just returning the favor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Cool. What other myths are we busting today? Myth busting. <laughs> Let's see. So I think that a lot of people um, feel that they're not going to reach their goals unless they are doing something like every day. Mm. Go there. That, yeah, right? <laughs> I, you know, and I think, um, you know, in, in certain classes, people have talked to us about that, right? Like, how many times should I be going? How many days are you guys open? Like, because I really want to come every day. Mm-hmm. Listen, like, I, I kind of get a frown face, like, every day. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're more than welcome. Like, if you are conditioned, ready to go, I would never take that away from somebody. But just hearing that. Like, you know, I'm just like, that that might be a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're talking about really maximizing our potential, really taking our muscles and our minds and, you know, like really reaching that full potential every day is a bit much. Well, it doesn't give our body the chance to recover. No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. So um, I think a big thing with um, with Pilates is it could be something that you incorporate on a three to five times a week basis Mm -hmm. or something that you're like, okay, I need this to recover from my CrossFit or my, um, F45. F45. (laughs) Exactly. I was just going to say, or my F45 studio. And I love that. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say, well, you got to come here more than that. And this is what's better than this. No, you compliment. Yes, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of supplements that, you know, coincide and that work with each other, not necessarily against each other. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're not the type of people that are grubbing at, well, you should come here more and and do this more. And and that's why you're hurting. It's uh, it's like, hey, wherever you see that you want to implement, whatever you like, we want to be a part of that. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing with Pilates is, you know, it could, it, you could flip that. You can say, okay, I'm predominantly at, at my CrossFit gym or at my bar or this, and then I do Pilates twice a week. Or I feel like you can go, oh, no, I'm at Pilates three to four times a week and then twice a week or once a week I'm at F45 or doing this or running mm-hmm. and things like that. So I, I don't know. I just, I, I just really love, you know, getting to know more about Pilates and implementing it as as much as I can and it's you know with my yoga with resting with my meditation it's really taking me to higher heights and just like my movement is safer Mm. I can go to f45 class right now and you know I don't have to do so much opening up and band work on my shoulder right you know my knees don't hurt as much my hips are a lot more open you know so I'm not having to warm up so much or spend so much time in there and I think that's a lot to be said if I have a method that is taking me to my, you know, to, to finalizing my fatigue in these muscles, but also restoring and opening up some of my movements and protecting some of my joints. There's a lot to be said for doing that, you know, with, with one method. And then you, you throw the hit in there and then it's like, boom, (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting everything. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really special. I really, um, think we we landed on something really special here it's, it's like a uh, peanut butter and chocolate right like Reese's Pieces what? <laughs> combining to the best of both worlds <laughs> shout out to the Reese's Cups Reese's Cups <laughs> shout out I'm thinking as soon as that peanut butter I'm like ooh. I'm thinking about all the different like 
<laughs> jams and jellies. Oh. <laughs> and then you throw that curveball. I like that, though. <laughs> I like that. I don't know why I don't like. I, chocolate never hit me. Oh, my goodness. Really? Who, who are you? I know. Strange. <laughs> no, you're lucky. Strange being. Chocoholic. Chocoholic. That's a new one. <laughs> wow. All right. What else we got here? I think that pretty much sums it up. I think that's. I think we really hit a lot of the, the topics. Yeah, yeah, the myths that we were thinking about and stuff that we were um, going and dealing with throughout the day, and the feedback that we were getting from our members, and you know, it just, it, it just, you know, it's it's not a finger pointing uh, profession. Well, <laughs> I guess it is, but we that's not going on here. I'll put it like that. That's not something that. We uh, we want to participate in. I I, I want to uplift. I want to empower, inspire. You know, um, you know, like our core values talks about. So, you know, it's just kind of just understanding that it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna have buzzwords. You're gonna have fads. You're gonna have things that are sexy or hip or just being thrown at you. And you know, sometimes you know that they're just not the best for you. And sometimes, hey, like if that's what you if that's what you like, that's what you're going into. But I think, you know, and we've always said this as far as integrity, you have to look at it from a standpoint of, you know, what is unsafe and wh what message are we really putting out there? And, and how far away from science are we mm -hmm. as we put out that message, you know, and it speaks to just accountability and integrity like we talked about. So Nice. I love it. Yeah, and I think, you know, once you try this method and you really see how you feel, you're just going to know if, if it's for you. And I think that's the beauty of having that freedom, right? Like you have to find what's best for your body and your body type and, you know, what you can do, your ability. Um, and I know for me, the first time I did it, I was hooked and I was like, well, I don't know what the heck this is, but I'm coming back. And every I time what I just <laughs> happened to my body right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we're excited to, to see the kind of community we're going to build with people like that. All our first timers who are going to come and be like, what the heck just happened here? <laughs> <laughs> and then they just want to come back because it's so addicting. Yeah, right? no, I'm, I'm excited to see our, uh, our feedback, our reviews, <laughs> you know, somebody like, I don't know what I just did, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So as always, as we like to finish our podcast, we want to thank everybody for taking the time out to uh, take a listen. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a feedback. See, you know, let us know how we're doing. You know, we're just, you know, really getting this momentum going and embarking on this. We really want to utilize this as a connective tool with our members, you know, and just our global community. You know, yeah. it's not just about, you know, those who can actually come into the studio and, you know, our, our, our clients and things like that. We want to really provide a place, a safe place, right. And just, you know, just kind of tap into what we're providing and, and what the industry is like and health and fitness and wellness and, you know, our, our mind, body and spirit, right. We want to be an avenue and a, um, a, a channel for that as well. So we want to acknowledge this moment of movement that we have all shared together. So we appreciate you all. And uh, anything from you, Coach Judy? Yeah, just let us know if there's anything, any topics you want to talk about for future podcasts. You know, we'd love to hear it. Hit us up on Instagram or email us. Let us know because, you know, we're going to be doing this weekly and we're really excited to be able to connect with all of you. So thank you for listening. <laughs>